Hi guys, today I'll be talking about the Dozier School for Boys, a reform school in Florida. I will be talking about the school along with Colson Whitehead's novel, The Nickel Boys, which is a fictionalized account of what happened at the Dozier School for Boys. Imagine you're an African-American teenager living in Tallahassee in the 1960s. You're trying to get some food for your little sister, so you grab a bag of chips from a convenience store and run. Next thing you know, you're being sent to a reform school. You get there and know immediately that you may never see your family again. What you're seeing is terrifying. This is what life was like for boys living in the South at the time. And this is exactly why Colson Whitehead wrote this novel, to make people aware of what goes on. I know that this might be hard to picture, especially being from Unionville, where life is so drastically different. Between the years of 1900 and 2011, the Dozier School for Boys was where a handful of juvenile delinquents from Florida were sent if they committed a crime, big or small. Within the first few years of opening, there had already been accusations of abuse and investigations for the accusations. Although the school did not openly discriminate against race, as in they appear to accept all boys no matter what their race is, There was still racism and much worse treatment for African-American boys at the school at the time. The boys were split into schools depending on their race. There was a school for African-American boys and a school for white boys. The boys at the school would attempt to file complaints and tell their stories, but the government was always covering it up in one way or another. A few men survived and are now sharing their stories today one of them being Jerry Cooper. Now 76, he shared his experiences a couple years ago. This next clip is recorded from NPR's Greg Allen interviewing Jerry Cooper. You didn't know when it was coming. These were not spankings. These were beatings, brutal beatings. Cooper was arrested while hitchhiking after being picked up by an AWOL Marine driving a stolen car. Although he meant no harm, he was arrested and sent to Dozier School for Boys. The school is known to have at least 81 boys who were killed there. Where their bodies ended up is another story, though. These boys' families never got to say their goodbyes. Knowing the history of the school, many believe that there may have been more deaths that weren't recorded. Colson Whitehead, a two-time Pulitzer Prize winner, writes historical fiction pieces about real-world issues. His piece, The Nickel Boys, is about the life of Elwood Curtis, an African-American boy growing up in Tallahassee in the 1960s. Elwood is a good student who works hard in school, has a job at a local convenience store, and is an avid supporter of Martin Luther King Jr. Because of Elwood's great work in school, he's offered an opportunity to take discounted college classes at Melvin Griggs Technical College. Elwood is walking there, for his first day of class when he realizes that he is quite far from the school, so he decides to hitchhike. When a fancy car offers to give Elwood a ride, he does not think anything of it. Little does he know, the driver is about to blame him for stealing the car, and he's going to be taken to the Nickel Academy, which is representing the Dozier School for Boys. Elwood's life will never be the same. Whitehead writes a story in a way that allows readers, both old and young, to understand how cruel the Dozer School really is and was. I personally had never heard of the Dozer School 
And after hearing about it, I am disgusted that it could go on for this long and also terrified that it could go on for this long. I mean, it was only shut down in 2011. That's absolutely terrifying to hear about. Um, As a country, we cannot just dismiss our own history. The Dozier School was open for over a century. I mean, 111 years. Just think about that. Whitehead saw the opportunity to write about something that not many people knew about and allowed us to have, as a country, a story that can help educate us. And I personally think that he made this so easily readable that it's a perfect story for young adults to read to get educated on our country's history. As a country, we need to do better. The Dozier School was running for much, much longer than it should have been. The men who ran it, um, mostly white men, would have connections around the community, which would allow accusations to be dismissed and things would not be looked into further. I personally don't like the idea that just because some white man is running the show, he's allowed to abuse boys no matter what their race is. There shouldn't be any abuse going on. As a generation that believes that we can change the systems, I think that we should be doing everything that we can. We need to listen to the stories of others, respect others, and fight for what we believe in.